morning, Wet Shavers, coffee lovers, and podcast listeners everywhere. It's Mark with GeorgeToon.com. It's time for another second cup. So grab a cup of coffee, kick back, relax, put in your earbuds, adjust your speaker volume, and let's talk some wet shaving and a few other things in podcast form. In case you didn't know, Second Cup is a podcast that will give you some additional information that didn't make the Monday morning mailbag deadline. This might be something that is time sensitive. For instance, a sale that could be ending before the next 3MB airs, or a piece of late-breaking information that viewers have passed along that is equally time-sensitive, or something else regarding the wet-shaving world that needs to be broadcast in a timely fashion. And we'll also have some time to chit-chat and discuss similar things like coffee, movies, streaming shows, books, that sort of thing. So thanks for tuning in to Second Cup, and I hope you subscribe to the podcast where you can also find episodes of the Monday Morning Mailbag in podcast form. I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. We'll get the show underway in just a moment. Thanks for joining me. Well, good morning and welcome to the July 31st, 2023 episode of Second Cup. July 31st. Where is summer going? My gosh, it's just flying by. Whenever I get to this point of uh, the summertime, I always think of that classic Peanuts comic strip where Charlie Brown and Linus are talking uh, right there behind the brick wall and they're kind of leaning on the brick wall. And in the first panel, I've got it right in front of me here. Uh, the first panel, Charlie Brown says, I can't believe it. And in the second panel, he says, summer is almost over. Where did it go? And in the third panel, Linus says to Charlie Brown, summers always fly. And in the fourth panel, he says, winters walk. <laughs> How true is that? Yeah, I, I always remember this, this comic strip. I'm sure a lot of listeners out there also remember it. It's just... Uh, it's just so memorable. I mean, it really is. It's iconic. And uh, I always think of this comic strip whenever we get in, whenever we go from July into August, August into September, I think, my gosh, where did summer go? But we still have some, uh, we still have plenty of summer left. Let's face it. It's going to go quickly, but we still have plenty of summer left. So uh, get out there and squeeze as much summer fun into the day and the week as you possibly can. And of course, when we go from September into October here in Northeast Ohio, we have some of the most delightful weather. I mean, we have these really, really warm, warm, beautiful days, cool nights. We get to see the changing of the leaves, you know, the colors change, that sort of thing. And uh, yeah, we, have, we still have some nice, warm weather, uh, not really overly hot, but nice, warm weather going into uh, late fall. So uh, we definitely enjoy that kind of transition. But yeah, I definitely like the summer months, and they really do fly. Summers always fly. Yeah, I agree with Mr. Schulz on that one. Absolutely. So how are you this morning? I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. Hey, I used the Keurig Express again this morning. I happened to stop at my uh, discount, my local discount drug mart. Can you hear this right here? I uh, went to a graduation party yesterday. My neighbor's daughter graduated from high school, and I went to the graduation party. And on the way home, I needed to pick up a few items, so I stopped at my local discount drug mart. You've often heard me talk about it. They carry some of the Pinot, Pinot shave products, so I can always pick up an extra Pinot aftershave uh, over there or uh, some of their shave cream. 
that sort of thing. Uh, and I went through there to pick up a few items, and I thought, hey, you know what? I got this Keurig machine. What do they have in the way of Keurig coffees? Well, I happened to pick this one up along with another that I don't have in front of me. I picked up some Folgers Classic, which is very, very good. But this one is the one I'm drinking this morning. This is the original Donut Shop coffee from Keurig. There are K-cups. And here is the box right here. You can probably hear that. And here is uh, one of the cups right there just tapping the top of it, and it makes a delightful cup of coffee. It really is very, very good. Uh, I like this coffee maker because you can uh, set it to 12 cups, 10 cups, 8 cups, and you can also select a strong brew. And that's what I did this morning for 10 ounces, and I'm enjoying it in my Bob Evans coffee mug. Uh, the coffee mug that says, but first, coffee. <laughs> I figured uh, uh, a restaurant coffee mug was as close to a donut shop as I could get. Yeah, I could have used the Dunkin' Donuts coffee mug this morning. You're right. But I went with Bob Evans because I haven't used it in a while. So hang on one minute. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is an absolutely terrific, terrific cup of coffee. And because this is July 31st, it reminds me that Zach Norton of Zach Custom Design is still offering 15% off until August 1st, 2023 on those 3D printed razor cases that he has on his Etsy store. I want to mention that to you once more. We mentioned it this morning on the Monday Morning Mailbag. I want to mention it again here in the Second Cup podcast in case you may have missed that on the Monday Morning Mailbag. But if you use the code 3MBAG, that's the, letter, that's the number three, and capital letters M-B-A-G, three, the number three, M-Bag, three M-Bag, you'll get 15% off until August 1st, 2023. So today's July 31st, so we're getting real, real close to that cutoff date. So I wanted to mention that once more because Zach very, very kindly and generously donated three of those 3D printed cases for the 10,000 subscriber prize package giveaway. And I'm very, very grateful to him. So those are going to be part of the various prize packages that we're going to be putting together when we reach 10,000 subscribers on the YouTube channel. So thanks again to Zach Norton at Norton Custom Design. We'll have a link to his Etsy store and uh, get up there and get 15% off until August 1st, 2023. Just use the code 3 m Bag. Well, we got a great show this morning. I got a lot of stuff to update you on and uh, just some really, really just great, great content. Just I so enjoyed getting together with you on this podcast. Love putting it together, sitting in front of this microphone. And thank you for making it all possible. Without uh, the, the listeners and the viewers, it just would not be possible. So thank you for listening, viewing, subscribing, uh, because you make it possible uh, for me to do this. Thank you very, very much. You know what? We're going to pay a few bills and then we'll get the show underway. Well, in a recent Monday morning mailbag, we mentioned the shave channel on YouTube called Heiko Shaves. Heiko is a very, very engaging individual who is just has this wonderful uh, mechanical talent. And uh, he reviews different razors and he'll be able to take them apart and put them back together and fine tune them and that sort of thing. And he has been looking at the Pearl Flexi and that blade gap imbalance that you may or may not see when you turn it all the way up to five or six. And he was saying how 
uh, he determined that the spring that is used uh, in that uh, inner working uh, mechanism of the, of the razor has to be ground down on each side so that each side of the spring is parallel, if I, if I remember correctly here, so that uh, it will uh, flatten out, uh, so to speak, and that blade gap will become even across, you know, from left to right. And uh, if uh, you don't do that, that's where you get that little bit of imbalance. Uh, this is what he's determined. And uh, he said, hey, if you have a, a, a pearl flexi, uh, has some imbalance, uh, send, it, send it to me, and I'll be happy to, to you know, grind, that spring grind back that spring and then reassemble it and uh, send it back to you, which I thought was really, really neat. Now, uh, I happen to have an extra pearl flexi open comb uh, that I sent to him. Uh, now, uh, let me back up a little bit. Uh, viewer Wally Pankowski very, very kindly and generously sent to the channel a Pearl Flexi Open Comb Adjustable Razor. And we use that to do a review, and I love the razor. I really do. And whatever little bit of imbalance there might be in that, in that blade gap, to me, it's negligible. I really don't notice it. And again, I really don't turn these razors up past, say, three, three and a half. And you really don't see it noticeably until you get up to maybe five or six. But my, my, my beard and skin is such that it's not that demanding to where I'm turning uh, an adjustable razor all the way up. And I'm sure all of you who have followed the channel know this. I am on the fair skin side. Uh, although every once in a while I will, you know, turn it up, uh, turn a razor up, an, uh, an adjustable razor up, give it a little more growl. But I still have to be careful. But anyhow, uh, Wally sent along this uh, open comb uh, flexi adjustable razor. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. I like it a lot. We did a review on it. And about the same time, uh, the folks at uh, Pearl, you know, they were launching it and they sent me one to review. And I said, oh, you know, thanks very much. And, uh, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm trying to remember the timeline here, but it was about the same time that Wally sent his. And I believe I received Wally's first, was working on the review, and then the one from Pearl Flexi, one from the folks at Pearl Shaving came. Uh, and uh, I opened it up, I looked at it, and the calibration of the adjustment dial was off. And I, I took a picture of it, shot some video, and sent it back to them and said, hey, this is, this, is, this is not working all the way. It's not adjusting correctly. And they said, oh, my gosh, you know, uh, we're so sorry about it. We'll send you a shipping label, send it back, we'll take care of it, that sort of thing. Well, long story short, they never sent a shipping label for the return of this razor, and I... I was I waited for uh, several weeks and they, they never sent anything and uh, I finally emailed them back and said you know you never sent this and they said ah you know what don't worry about it as I recall from our email exchange and of course I'm paraphrasing a lot of this well I I, I have this razor and uh, it's working it's just that the calibration's off a little bit uh, the one that Wally sent me is beautiful it works perfectly I like it I, I really do enjoy it but this extra one. Uh, you know, the calibration, uh, the adjustment dial, the calibration was off. And um, I thought, well, you know what, maybe I can fix this myself. So just talking to some viewers and kind of going through the internet, I did come across some information. And the one thing that was not mentioned in, in the information that I uh, happened to reference was that there is Loctite used when they do their final assembly on the Pearl Flexi razors. 
And uh, it's, I guess it's the way things are threaded in some way. Heiko Shaves explains all this. Check out his videos. He'll explain it as to why that is. I was really unaware of it. So what I did was I really, you know, really just torqued down on this thing to loosen it up, thinking it's just a simple matter of unscrewing the handle from the head and then screwing it back together. Oh, no, 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 no. I was unaware that Loctite is involved. So when I finally forced this thing open, I really busted it open. I may have... Uh, done something to some of those threads. I'm not sure. Anyhow, uh, after I forced this open, I went inside, I looked at uh, uh, the, the, the spring and thought, okay, I can put this back together and recalibrate it and you know move that adjustment dial and it wouldn't go back together because of the Loctite. And while I'm fiddling with it, I was not aware of the use of Loctite uh, in reassembling these razors. And uh, the information I received was not complete or inaccurate or, you know, I should, I should have probably done a little more research. Well, when I was told about Heiko Shaves' video regarding the Pearl I went up there and looked at it. And he is just brilliant in the way he talks about uh, the razors, uh, taking them apart, putting them back together, uh, the mechanical components of it, just really, uh, just uh, you have to check his channel out. He's very, very good. And uh, his uh, videos also are not overly long. Uh, so they're very informative and they are really, uh, you know, maybe uh, 18, 20 minutes at most. From what I can see, I'm going to go up and, and, and watch some more. But anyhow, he talked about the Pearl Flexi and this spring problem, and he disassembled it and reassembled it and talked about the Loctite and that sort of thing. And then he offered viewers, hey, send in a, uh, a razor. And I thought, well, okay, I've got this Pearl Flexi open comb that I have, <laughs> I busted open and I may have, you know, done something far worse to it than I ever imagined. I thought, well, you know what, I'll send it to them. I informed the folks at Pearl Shaving that, hey, this is what I did. And they go, well, you know, what can you do? And uh, I said, okay, fine, you know, it, you know, no harm, no foul. I mean, it's my fault. I'm not, I'm not uh, you know, Pearl Shaving was not really responsible for this, and I, I should have done further research on taking the razor apart and putting, that, putting it back together. It's not like, say, uh, a Merker Progress or a Futur or, um, you know, a Parker variant where you can take these adjustable razors apart and put them back together. It's not like that at all. So I sent the razor to Heiko Shaves, and he shot a video uh, putting it back together, and he talked about the, the, the threads and the this and the that and a lot of other things. And he, I think, uh, you know, I'll have to look at it again, but he talked about a Rex Ambassador uh, spring being used in the Pearl uh, shaving razor. I believe he installed that one into this particular razor. He's also sending back the original spring that has been ground down, and it's on its way back. So when it arrives, uh, here's the bottom line of uh, this whole discussion. When it arrives... I'm taking that razor and I'm going to be putting it into the 10,000 subscriber prize package giveaway with my thanks to Heiko Shaves for uh, fixing it, aligning it. And yes, it does have a Rex Ambassador spring uh, inside and he is sending back the Pearl Flexi spring. So the Pearl Flexi spring is going to go along with the razor as well. So It'll have a Rex Ambassador spring on the inside and a Pearl Flexi 
uh, spring as an extra spring. So we're going to give this away in a 10,000 subscriber prize package giveaway. So my thanks to uh, Pearl Shaving, actually, for sending the razor along originally. And uh, my thanks to Heiko Shaves for, uh, you know, doing the, uh, the tune-up on this and reassembling it and getting it all back together properly. I really, really do appreciate it. And I encourage you to check out his channel because he really is uh, a mechanical wizard. It really is fascinating to hear him discuss uh, these razors from the, uh, the mechanical and engineering aspect where he can take them apart and put them back together. And he did a beautiful cleaning on the, on the razor. Check out that video. It's absolutely wonderful. So my thanks to him. But I wanted to pass this along in second cup so there's no misunderstanding uh, because people might jump to the conclusion that, oh, gee whiz, you know, pearl shaving, uh, you know, say something negative about them. No, 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 no. I think part of the problem with the razor was my fault in trying to force this thing open, not realizing that, you know, Loctite is holding this razor together. And, uh, you know, I should have done a little more research. I should have contacted the folks at Pearl Shaving first, and I didn't do that. So I am uh, partly at fault here. Uh, but uh, Heiko Shaves really, really came through uh, and to the rescue. And now we're going to have this Pearl Flexi open comb that is properly balanced and tuned up and cleaned being added to the 10,000 subscriber prize package giveaway. My thanks again to Heiko Shaves. Really, really do appreciate it. We'll have a link to his channel. Check him out. Now, on this morning's Monday Morning Mailbag New Shave Gear segment, we talked about the Edison stainless razor blades that were very kindly sent to us by viewer Alex Lopez. And Edison is spelled E-D-D-I-S-O-N. You can get these on eBay. Uh, this is where Alex tells me he, uh, he gets his. Uh, and I've also seen them on Amazon. Now, I have to research the price a little more to find out uh, which is the better price. I would assume eBay probably a better price, just a guess on my part. But uh, just know that they are available on eBay and you're more likely to find them up there. I have seen them on Amazon. I can't speak for um, whoever the third party is, seller, or if it's Amazon directly, but they are on Amazon. Uh, but uh, we have a couple of packs here, right here, right there. <laughs> Still wrapped up. You can hear that cellophane there. Uh, still wrapped up, and uh, my sincere thanks to Alex Lopez for sending them along because I'm definitely going to give these a try. I'm looking forward to trying them in the Carve Overlander and the Timeless Razors and the Vikings Blade Chieftain. And uh, just, you know, I'm excited to try them out. I've never heard of the Edison Blade uh, by Persona. They are, they're made in Israel, and I know that a lot of the Persona Blades that are made in Israel are very, very good. I believe, as I mentioned this morning on the Monday Morning Mailbag, I believe the Persona Red and some of the Persona Blues are made in Israel. Uh, there was also, they also sent me, the folks at Persona out of Israel also sent me a cartridge razor uh, system that they were, uh, that they wanted folks to know about. And I reviewed that as well. And I thought that was a very, very good system too. Uh, just to share it with folks who still use cartridge razors, I thought Persona was putting out a very, very good product in that uh, sector of the uh, wet shaving market. Anyhow, uh, Alex also, and I didn't mention this uh, this morning, I'll, I'm going to mention it on a future 
uh, Monday morning mailbag, I wanted to do a little more research uh, on this other item that uh, Alex very kindly sent along before I talked about it and showed it on the Monday morning mailbag. I had, a ta I had a chance to do that, which is why I'm sharing it this morning on Second Cup. Alex very, very kindly sent along a couple of synthetic brush knots from Maggers. Now, um, these, are, these are terrific. He sent along a black and white and a white. And they are 28 millimeters. They are synthetic knots. And uh, let me give you the um, let me give you the the name of them on the label here. You can go up to Maggard and search it, and it'll come right up. It's M. These this is in capital letters. M A G dash K N O T dash 28. When you punch that in, the white synthetic knot will come right up. And if you punch in uh, M-A-G-K-N-O-T-B-W-28. The 28 millimeter black and white synthetic knot will come right up. These are at really nice price points, $13.95. Now, the reason why Alex sent them along to the channel for review is because I have the Timeless Razor Shave Brush, which is an adjustable brush handle. Uh, this thing is wonderful. This has opened up a whole new world of shave brushes for me because all you need do is buy the shave brush knot and you can instantly install it into the Timeless Razor adjustable shave brush handle without the need for glue. And you can just swap out these uh, shave brush knots in an instant. It's absolutely brilliant. I love this product. Not only do I love the fact that you can interchange all these brush knots, but the uh, anodized aluminum handle is very, very well machined. It feels great in the hand. And uh, all in all, it, it just makes for a great shaving brush and a wonderful wet shaving experience. So um, when I saw these uh, knots come in. Of course, the first thing I did was, and I I do this with with uh, with any shave brush that comes in the shave den. I give it a, I give it a quick rinse, and I put a little bit of the Dr. Bronner's peppermint uh, liquid soap in there, and I you know work it in my hand really really well really really well, and then rinse it out just to get any particulate dust or other uh, manufacturing matter that might be uh, in the shave knot, just from shipping, just from the factory, that sort of thing. I, it's just always a good rule of thumb, in my opinion. And I get that out, and then I dry it off really, really well, and I let it dry, and then I can use it. And that's with every single shave brush I use. I always do that with every new shave brush that comes into the shave den, just because, you know, shipping and in the factory and packaging and everything like that, just to get out any dust that might might have fallen into the knot. Anyhow, uh, I did that with these, and I've had a chance to use them, and uh, they're wonderful, absolutely wonderful. Uh, as they say here on their page, the Maggard line of synthetic shaving brushes are sure to be a favorite among beginners and veterans alike. For all of you hobby brush makers, we are happy to be able to provide these knots for all of your custom brush projects. The knots are denser than our regular synthetic knots, and they are. They're beautiful. They have some nice backbone. They are cushiony soft. Uh, they do a great job of whipping up lather, and they look great. The black and white knot uh, has uh, white tips and a black uh, base to the knot, so to speak. It, so you have a, you have a whiter, grayer uh, tip on the top, and then the hairs 
come down to a very, very dense color of black uh, going towards the base. And the synthetic hairs on the white uh, synthetic knot has a rather grayish uh, top and tips to the hairs uh, that work down into a nice uh, creamy white uh, color. Uh, the rest of the hairs going down to the base. So it's kind of, you know, both of them have a, a, have a two-toned look to them. Uh, so I would say the white knot, uh, the majority of hairs uh, from the base upward uh, have a, a creamy whiteness that work into kind of a kind of a grayish kind of uh, color on the tips and the black knot from the base going upward is a dense, dense black color working up towards a, a whiter color on the tips. So that's why it's called black and white and that's why this other one is called white. And it, both of them have this it's a great looking two-tone. Both of them have a great looking two-tone color scheme to them. But just know that one is black and white and the other one is white, even though they're both uh, two-toned. And a terrific, terrific performance from them. But again, the reason why Alex sent them along is because I have a handle that accommodates any brush knot from 20 millimeters to 28 millimeters. I love this brush handle. I happened to purchase it from uh, Jeremiah and Doug uh, at the Maggard meetup uh, when I was there. They, they had a, a table there where they were selling their various products and the reason why I bought one is because of viewer Tom Donnarumma, uh, who I happened to meet at the Maggard meetup, uh, he and his wife Sue. Uh, hi to Tom and Sue again. And Tom won the adjustable brush handle from Timeless Razor uh, in, the, uh, in the giveaway, the, uh, the, you know, in the drawing. And he won it, and he uh, was just raving about it and said, Mark, you got to check this out. So my thanks to Tom Donnarumma for bringing it to my attention because when I saw it, I went over to the Timeless, uh, timeless Razor table, and I met Jeremiah Doug, and they showed it to me, and I videotaped how you can swap out a knot, and I've shown that video on the Monday Morning Mailbag, and I just think it's a brilliant system. And I immediately bought one, and I just think it's absolutely wonderful. So... Uh, that's why Alex sent along these uh, synthetic uh, shave knots. And uh, while I was at the Maggard meetup, I also picked up a couple of shave knots that Tom Donnarumma recommended. These are badger knots. Now, these are a little pricier. These are a little more expensive than the synthetic knots, but they really are beautiful, beautiful badger knots. And they fit right into the brush handle as well. One is a 24 millimeter uh, bulb knot, and uh, the other is a... Um, a 26 millimeter bulb knot. And I can give you the uh, the code here on the package so you can look these up if you want to on Maggard. Uh, the 24 millimeter is uh, MAG, uh, M-A-G-K-N-O-T-S-H-D-Bulb-24. And the 26 millimeter is MAG-K-N-O-T. M-A-G, let me start over. M-A-G-K-N-O-T-Bulb-24. S-H-D-B-U-L-B-26. Uh, uh, so these are these were really these are really terrific, terrific badger nut badger uh, badger brush knots that are uh, just they do a great job. They a different kind of feel and approach to building a lather, but uh, just very satisfactory. So uh, the reason why uh, we are able to uh, 
try and discuss some of these brush knots. And again, my thanks to Alex Lopez and my thanks for t to Tom uh, Donnarumma. Uh, the reason why we're able to discuss this is because of this timeless razor uh, adjustable shave brush handle. It really, really is a terrific, terrific item, and I can't recommend it enough. It really is wonderful. So thanks again to Alex Lopez for sending along these synthetic knots. They come in at a nice price point, these synthetic knots, $13.95. Really, really terrific. So if you're not one to make uh, your own shave brush handles or to uh, glue in a brush knot, that sort of thing, check out the Timeless Razor adjustable brush handle. I'll have a link to Timeless Razors where you can find that brush handle. It really, really is remarkable. Again, thanks to Alex Lopez, and uh, thank you and hello again to Tom and Sue Donnarumma. Well, as long as we're talking about Timeless Razor, I thought I'd share this email with you from viewer James Sefton because it sparked something that I wanted to share with you. Anyhow, James wrote, Hey, Mark, Hope this finds you well. I love my timeless shave bowl. The sides are a little high, but I find if I hold it at 45 or even to 90 degrees out of plumb or level, however you look at it, the brush handle won't hit the sides nearly as much. Just a little something to pass along. Hey, thanks very much for that, James. Really, really do appreciate that, that technique in holding the timeless shave bowl, of course. I got it right here. It's a nice high-impact plastic, and some viewers have mentioned that it might be a little too tall. However, uh, it does a great job in keeping the lather in the bowl as you're building it, and it does appear that it will travel well. Now, this sparked something in me. I thought, well, wait a minute. Why don't I compare the size of this uh, timeless shave bowl to the Phoenix Shaving Travel Scuttle? And I'm putting them down side by side here, right, right next to the microphone on this table here, like that. See that? They're both down like that. This is the, that's the Phoenix Shaving uh, Travel Scuttle, and that is the timeless shave bowl there. And I have them side by side, and guess what? The Phoenix Shaving Travel Scuttle is taller. It's taller. And the thing is, because it's a travel scuttle and it has an inner chamber uh, where you can keep water warm, the interior bowl isn't as deep as uh, the, uh, the timeless uh, shave bowl here. Uh, so that's really the only difference, uh, that uh, the inner chamber of the Phoenix travel scuttle uh, is a, a little more tapered, a little smaller, because it's got that inner chamber where you're filling up the hot water. And that makes sense, obviously. Uh, but uh, the overall uh, height of each of these uh, is such that the Phoenix Shaving Travel Scuttle is actually taller than the uh, Timeless Shave Bowl. So I just wanted to pass that on to you. And they're really about the same size. The diameter on top, the uh, uh, diameter on top, uh, identical. I'm putting them together right here, you know, <laughs> opening to opening, and they match up perfect, perfectly. So, uh, yeah, so just uh, consider that. If you think for some reason that the, uh, the timeless shave bowl has uh, walls that are a little too tall, just know that it's a little shorter than the 
Phoenix shaving travel scuttle. And of course, because it's not a scuttle, it's a shave bowl, it does have more depth to it. So your, your brush goes in a little deeper, whereas the Phoenix shaving travel scuttle, your brush isn't gonna go in as deep because obviously it has that inner chamber there where you're filling it up with water. So I just wanted to pass it on to you. James, thanks very much for the email because it, it triggered, uh, <laughs> it gave me this, it triggered uh, my wanting to look at both of these shave bowls side by side. So I just wanted to mention that to all the folks out there who think that the timeless bowl is, is uh, too tall. It's not too tall. It just happens to have a little more depth for the brush. Uh, and it's, it's shorter than the Phoenix Shaving Travel Scuttle. And, and folks, both of these are great. Both of these travel well. I've traveled with both of them for weekend getaways, and they're both great, and they both travel well, and I like them a lot. And again, you know, impact plastic, not going to break if you drop it, that sort of thing, and they really, really, really are terrific, both the Phoenix Shaving Travel Scuttle and the Timeless Razor Shaving Bowl. So thanks again for passing that along, uh, James. You sparked a discussion between those two shaving bowls, showing the, uh, the differences between the two. Really, really do appreciate it. Now, I've done a couple of reviews on the uh, Timeless Razor's stainless steel razor uh, with the straight bar and the open comb. And both of those base plates have a 0.68 millimeter blade gap. Now, the reason why we're talking about this is because viewer Chris Witt asked a very, very good question. And again, as long as we're talking about Timeless Razor, this fits right in. Uh, because again, it's a very, very good question. And Chris wrote, every time I watch a video, I see more things that I want to add to my shave den. <laughs> Chris, I'm sure a lot of other listeners out there absolutely identify with that. Uh, he continues here, as I am new to this, the blade gap between the open comb with the 0.68 blade gap and the straight bar with the 0.68 blade gap is there any specific difference with the shave? I've been debating trying an open comb razor as my hair is pretty thick and wiry, but a lot of sites say that it's a pretty aggressive shave. Then other sites state that you would rather pay attention to the blade gap rather than open, closed, or straight bar. Great shave again, Mark. Well, hey, Chris, really, really great comment and question. And here's how I view it. Now I'm going to read the, uh, the response that I, that I posted back to him because it kind of gets to the, the meat of the matter. Chris, I think blade gap drives the aggression and the open comb allows for more hair gathering, channeling the whisker toward the blade a bit better. Then the whisker hits the blade just a bit closer than a straight bar. Does that make sense? This has been my understanding. Yeah, that's kind of the way I look at it. Because of the open comb, uh, you don't have all that, you don't have that straight bar, that distance from the blade. And the, 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 the teeth of the comb kind of gather the hair, channel it, and move it towards the blade. And it hits the blade, the whisker hits the blade just a little closer than it would with a straight bar guard. Uh, that's the way, that's what I've always understood. So even though both uh, razors would have the same uh, blade gap, and in this case, this is the timeless razor, stainless steel razor, the straight bar with the 0.68 millimeter blade gap and the open comb with the 
six eight millimeter blade gap. Uh, the shaves would be similar from a blade gap uh, perspective, but that open comb uh, is going to give you uh, a little more efficiency because it's gathering that hair, channeling it towards the blade, and it's 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 cutting that whisker away uh, a little closer to the blade than a straight bar. And this has been my understanding. Now, folks, comment below or send me an email if uh, if you have anything to add to this or uh, if, if perhaps uh, there's a bit of disagreement on this, but this has been my understanding uh, on how it, uh, the difference between an open comb and a straight bar. And my understanding also is that if you have the kind of hair that Chris is describing here, where he says uh, thick and wiry, an open comb razor is better for, for uh, that kind of a whisker. It'll, it'll do a better job in shaving folks who have that kind of beard. So uh, again, comment and let us know uh, if that's your understanding as well. But that's the way I've always understood it. So uh, that's kind of it in a nutshell, Chris. Really do appreciate you passing along the comment. Folks, comment, let us know if I'm on the right track on this. And uh, I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks again, Chris. Really, really do appreciate it. Now, before I get out of here, I wanted to recommend a movie to you. And this week's movie recommendation came about uh, due to an email exchange I had with viewer Jimmy V Photography. Now, in a previous Second Cup podcast, I had recommended the uh, movie National Treasure, and Jimmy sent me a message regarding that. Uh, and uh, he said that he owned those uh, those films on DVD, which, uh, which made me uh, go downstairs in the basement on the bookshelf and uh, to look for my copies of National Treasure. And I discovered I have all these movies on DVD. And I'm thinking to myself, why am I paying for a streaming service when I already have all these great movies on DVD? <laughs> you know, go figure. Anyhow, uh, this week's movie recommendation is one that I found in my DVD movie collection. It's a terrific movie. It's called Inception. And it was uh, written and directed by Christopher Nolan. This movie is really, really terrific. It's a science fiction action film from 2010. Here's Amazon's synopsis. A thief who steals corporate secrets through the use of dream-sharing technology is given the inverse task of planting an idea into the mind of a CEO. This movie is really something. It's a fantastic action thriller science fiction ride. It really is very, very good, very, very different, and very, very satisfying. Again, it stars Leonardo DiCaprio, Ken Watanabe, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, uh, Tom Hardy, Cillian Murphy, Tom Berenger, and Michael Caine. It really is a terrific movie, very, very well done. And Christopher Nolan is, is known for doing practical effects on screen. Uh, you know, eschewing uh, digital effects. Uh, if, he can, if he can do it practically in camera, he'll do it that way. And this movie is uh, no exception. And he does some remarkable things practically. Uh, on camera, and uh, is a very, very good movie, very, very satisfying. And of course, the ending. Uh, there is a there is a much debate about the ending, and I'm not going to spoil the ending uh, for you. But if you want to follow up and get the um, the, I guess you could say the final say on the ending, 
just go up to YouTube, Google um, Inception Ending Michael Caine, and I believe he gives an explanation that I think a lot of people agree with. But they, again, it still might be open for debate. But uh, this is a good movie. You have to see it. Inception, uh, starring Leonardo DiCaprio, Cillian Murphy, Tom Berenger, Tom Hardy, Michael Caine. Uh, and it's uh, written, and written and directed by Christopher Nolan. Thanks to Jimmy V Photography for reminding me that I've got a great movie collection on DVD. Thanks again, Jimmy. Really do appreciate it. And that wraps up another Second Cup. Thanks so much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. I sure hope you enjoyed today's show. If you did, please share, please subscribe, and pass it along to a fellow wet shaver or friend. My thanks to everyone who contributed to today's show. And I mean this sincerely. Without you, this microphone would be silent. If Second Cup or the Monday Morning Mailbag aren't showing up in your regular podcast feed, please drop me a line at mondaymailbag at gmail.com and we'll try to get it all sorted out. So again, thank you all very much. I look forward to getting together with you again on these podcast airwaves. Until then, enjoy the day, enjoy your shave, and enjoy that second cup. Mm-hmm.